to come, place herself in front of me and tell me what's been, what's been happening online and elsewhere. On, good, good motto on, to you. On the socials. On the, on the socials. Which, you know, I always love because often I'm introduced as, I tell you what's trending and I always go, no, trending according to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not entirely what's always really trending. What's interested by curated exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it should be called. Yeah. But it does sometimes overlap with what's really trending. Yeah. And in this case, um, reports of this mystery illness in China linked to pneumonia, which is seeing hospitals being filled with sick children to the point that I see on old X now we've got like hashtags trending like new COVID, which it isn't, to be clear. I'm not here telling you that we've got some new novel virus that's coming out of China. But of course, because of the history of what happened the last time, and they were very secretive in the beginning about it. In fact, they were always quite secretive. The WHO has actually unusually asked them for some more information on what is going on. There are videos and images coming out of China being shared on the socials of these children in these hospitals all sitting in a row on IVs doing their homework. I mean, the fact that they're doing their homework <laughs> speaks, speaks to the speaks to, to for me speaks to perhaps the severity or lack of of really. I mean, although also I suppose, although I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> so it is a pneumonia-like illness, and it right. seems to be primarily primarily affecting children in northern China, according to reports. A lot of them are coming, I think, down into the bigger cities like Beijing to get the kind of help they need. So maybe it is skewing the look of the whole thing. I don't know. I'm not an expert on this. Um, The government has responded to questions by the WHO and other requests, and they're saying, and this is a fair point, this is their first winter since all the lockdown restrictions were lifted. So the chances of influenza rearing its ugly head yes. in a big way are, are normal. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of saying it's just flu. Um, but it is interesting that a lot of kids seem to be being treated and that it does seem to be linked, they're saying, to possibly a mycoplasma pneumonia um, illness. Um, they call it um, the walking pneumonia. It's a phenomenon called walking pneumonia, which is when the chest x-ray looks worse than the patient appears. So in other words, that's probably why the kids are doing their homework, because you kind of seem okay, mm. but actually your chest is not okay. Okay. So, yeah. Like it's it's just they call it the walking pneumonia. No fear mongering here, though. No fear. I was about to say. I mean, me and Donald. Caveat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not going to use those words. No, Trevor. Trevor Noah. Well, Trevor is trending, and anything he does does tend to trend. And South Africa obviously loves everything Trevor does. Have you listened to his podcast? I haven't. I am. I need to go really do this. Really enjoying it. Okay. I know that some people are anti-Trevor. And I know. I okay, know. be anti-Trevor. I'm not anti-Trevor. Listen to the podcast called "What Now." Okay. First guest was Kerry Washington. Fascinating. Second guest, ye olde William Gates of Ma- <laughs> Bill Gates was Bill on himself. Bill himself, the li- live and direct. <laughs> really, really enjoyed. Very. It. Yeah. Really I mean, enjoyed. I did wonder how he was going to go after you know the Daily Show and 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 then I saw the podcasts were coming out. I mean, he's doing his thing. He's not for everyone. That's all I right. get that. But you know, we don't have to castigate. We can just choose. Agree. To listen or not. Agree. Agree. But also, he so he has just performed these um, three nights at the O2 Arena in London. Yep. Um, in Lons. And he, to a staggering 50,000 people, but that's over the three days, let it be said. 
Um, anyway, very successful show. But the thing that is trending is that he went home after the gig on the old tube. Right. Which I must say, I don't know that I would have. But anyway, he did. And he wrote on his Instagram, which it currently stands at, you know, well over 200,000 likes and obviously many, many more views. And he said, London, I'm so grateful and will truly never forget these three nights at the O2 with you. There were 50,000 people at the, sh- three sh- at the shows, but it felt like an intimate club. And then he said, and then on the tube ride home, it definitely felt like 50,000 people. I'm going and to with say, laughing emo- with laughing emojis. I, I love that he's done this, but this, he's not breaking any walls down here because this became a thing about 15 years ago when Rihanna was pre- performing there. I want to say even like a Jay-Z. So do you think they, that they clear the dicks for them? No, no, they don't. They just go with masses of security. That's what I'm... But it just became a thing where they were like, oh, look at these international stars uh, getting that is the, the cyni- home. No, that is the cynical take on this. I agree. Well, that is what happened. It, it it's, is. It's a PR thing. And they go, it's oh, look, you know, he's one of the people. And he's getting on the tube home. Yeah, but and I used to do that. I used to get when I lived in London. I yes. used to get the tube yes. home. What I didn't do was yes. have an entourage of fifty. I was about to say. <laughs> I normally got stuck, you know, in somebody's armpit because they were holding onto the things, or having somebody inappropriately pressing themselves up against me. Which I'm yeah. sure Trevor didn't. No, I'm sure he didn't. I mean, obviously you can't see the security in the pictures, but I agree with you that he didn't go on there alone. No, he didn't just think he. Who took the picture? picture? <laughs> Or some arb took it and he said, could you just WhatsApp that to me? Can you take a picture? And and send it to me. He's nothing. Or he has my phone. And then they ran away with it. (laughs) (laughs) Which happens on the (laughs) news, folks. Um, He's nothing if not authentic. To move on to one of my, you know, I love these stories. Last week you saw there was a lot of stuff trending about those words that were annoying everyone. I think it was the Gen Z words like totes amazeballs. Did you see that whole thing? No. Oh, I passed you by. There was a whole list about like things that they say which annoy everyone. Amazeballs. Totes. Um, and um, other such words. Yeah. Um, but this is different. This is the annual. And Merriam-Webster has come out with their word of 2023. We are going to see the other dictionaries coming out with their words. And we often talk about them on, on the on the segment. Yeah. So Merriam-Webster's word for 2023, hint, the one headline says, be true to yourself. The word is, let's get real. The word is Authentic. authentic. And, of course, the headlines are all quite funny because everyone's kind of making little jokes about, um, you know, this year's word wasn't picked by AI. Oh, very good. And so a lot of the context of this is they saying that authentic was selected as this year's word. And this is based on the most looked up words in the dictionary's half a million entries. So they do base it on some research. Right. They say in a year that ChatGPT disrupted, you know, the academic integrity and HI drove Hollywood actors and writers to the picket lines, etc., etc., they also added that possibly what plays into this search, because this is why people would search for the words. So obviously AI would be one reason. They were saying celebrities like Prince Harry and Britney Spears sought to tell their own stories. Um, And so, you know, they were just saying these are possibly reasons people were looking up the word authentic, because it's all about being authentic self. Authentic I mean, because like really, Harry, like yeah, because he did, he did spill a lot more than I probably would have. I even in my non-celebrity life. Yeah, well, in I his don't book. know. <laughs> you're you're quite the celebrity in uh, in in, 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 in the in, southern in, suburbs. <laughs> sometimes people, sometimes people <laughs> say 
So it used to be when people would say, are you Sarah Jeremy Carter Kim? And I'd say yes. And then they'd say, what's John Matham like? <laughs> Always. Now, do you know Barb's? Barb's Wire. Say. Do you know That's Barb's a joke, Wire? everyone is listening. That is a joke. It's not a joke. Joe's um, <laughs> laughing. It's not a joke. But, you know, I just do think, you know, I'm a big fan of authentic. I know, I am too. Yeah. Like, it's, and, and I can see that in a way... Um, People, it's, what's interesting in some of the articles, they were saying people don't entirely know what authentic means. They can understand that they're looking for more and more definitions because it's multi-layered. It's multi-layered is it a, and contextual. There, it is. There's a lot of context it in that. Is. But, but what I always appreciate you about you, Bob, is that you show up as your most authentic self. <laughs> And I think that that's desperately important. It is. And so do you, Sarah Jane King. Sarah Jane McQuilla King. I do my best. Uh, We must move on from such. Uh, Off she goes out of the authentic doorway into the authentic newsroom uh, to do more authentic digital articles uh, for the likes of you and I. The time is 9.41.